What's up guys? Welcome to Indian Markets with KR, a podcast where I talk about how the Indian indices are moving and how they might move in the future. I also talk about a few stocks and my trades. So, uh glad to see you here and let's get started. Tervet olua ja sun numero yedex sankimentanelia. Welcome to episode number 194. And today we'll talk about the absolute rocket of the day that the Indian markets saw and it it I I have absolutely no words if you like if your main question for today is going to be hey why did the markets go up by like 3% honest answer I, I doubt anyone knows uh but I will obviously try to speculate because that's ultimately what we're here for uh but you know I'm just I'm just putting it out there that no one really knows why why we saw such a massive sudden spike in the prices today of all days but i will try to shed some light on what i feel might have been the reason just my views on it and based on you know what i've observed in the previous expiries or pre expiry sessions as well so yeah make sure you're listening to this episode as feel you're comfortable at and let's get started All right, kicking things off with the market snapshot as per usual. Nifty is at 9314.95. You heard that right, 285 points up or 3.17%. Absolute, you know, rocket of a day as I said. There really are no other words to describe today. And exchange-wise snapshot, I think this is once again showing me yesterday's data. Yesterday I'd said that it appears that, you know, FIs and DIs might have sold because I just did not see uh that that kind of positive movement turns out i was completely wrong because fi's bought to the tune of 4716 crore di's bought to the tune of 2841 crore so intense buying happening yesterday and perhaps that would have been one of the first indications of such a big move obviously this is in hindsight hindsight is always going to be 2020 uh but you know it it appears that that increase in volume might have just triggered uh this massive pre monthly expiry move looking at the broad market indices we can see that nifty was pretty much the only strong performer and uh, a few large caps a few broad market indices like nifty 500 which are you know as broad as you can get were good performers but apart from that small cap indices or you know mid cap indices in particular like mid cap 50 or small cap 50 and such really did not outperform the market as such or under like massive underperformance just 0.7% up and so on so it's pretty cool to see that happening i'm not quite sure what the reason for that is uh looking at the sectoral indices bank nifty up 7.28% or 1270 points i can't even begin to tell you how you know what a mammoth of a move this is and it was very evident you know all the banking stocks were positive for the most part except for a few small smaller ones which also later turned out to be positive so just an absolute cracker of a day uh, that uh, you know banking in general had because even private banking saw a massive move and the reason for that is axis bank had a price spurt uh, it's up 14.24% and the reason is It's a news-based event. Apparently, Carlyle Group may invest one billion dollars in Axis Bank. Is the speculation? So, based on that, 
this might have just been that sort of positive sentiment which uh, you know just shot the stock price up so that's a good thing uh, and if you're wondering i am holding access bank but of course that was a pre-covid buy so it's it's not even close to my cost uh, but oh well i mean if if you'd picked up access bank yesterday then just you you might be out partying right now well within the lockdown restraints so yeah uh, 52 week highs uh, unfortunately ruchi soya not on this list today as well and it's gonna be missed looks like fake crying right now <laughs> but rt drugs is here and a few other uh, pharma companies are here by the way pharma index did not perform that well reason being uh, that uh, Sun Pharma had its results today and it was really not a good result at all. So that might have been the reason. Uh, we are seeing a few other chemical companies also here. Vinyl Chemicals India, Alkyl Chemicals, Alkyl Amines, 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 Chemicals Limited, whatever, however you pronounce it. I'm not sure. Chemistry has never been my strong point. <laughs> so 52-week lows, surprisingly, all, all you know, above 20 rupees so securities above 20 rupees is what i filter out by so i don't see any penny stocks none of them made 52 week lows that is just that's that's wild if you ask me all of the penny stocks uh made new 52 week lows which are you know so common that i really won't even get into them so we'll skip we'll glance uh just we'll just glance over the 52 week highs and 52 week lows because they don't exist we can't glance over them uh, bulk deals, no, uh, no very well-known bulk deals. We can see uh, Standard Chartered PLC, uh, a bulk deal here. Morgan Stanley Asia Singapore PTE, I'm assuming that's private limited in some country, bought uh, a fair chunk of you know Standard Chartered PLC shares from one Shreyans Singhvi. Uh, so he sold it and Karda Constructions some looks like it's just some you know transfer between a few private parties here and there and uh, dynamic dynamic products limited uh, it was a buy sell looks like it was a quick scalp by the same person yogesh kumar gawande no reason for me to just say his name like that i just want to like make sure that everyone's aware about these transactions and you know if if the name sounds familiar then you know who that is uh, but in this case, it doesn't sound familiar to me. But USD INR uh, right now is at 75.32, and uh, yeah, it's it's within that same range as we've spoken about. And I'm looking at the chart right now. Since 15th May, it's been in this in that same range, except for one little breakout attempt at 75.5. It was well within that range since a long time. So, uh, you know, based on that. I'm assuming that we might just expect a breakout once again. As, as I've been saying since the past two episodes, we might just expect a breakout soon. It's likely just make sure that you're on the right side of it. Or at least make sure that you are not on the wrong side of it. You make, make sure that you're very careful about how these things go. Uh, 27th May, which is today, there are a few uh, Redbook YY and Redbook MM is what this you know trading view is saying. So I'm assuming there's some fundamental uh, you know event or something news that is going to come so keep that in mind uh, if you're trading usd inr i am not so this is not really relevant for me but i just thought i'd include it here uh, just because uh, and yeah so brent crude 
$33.77 per barrel down 1.69%. Brent, uh, that's WTI, not Brent, my bad. So WTI is 33.77. Brent crude is at $35.55 per barrel down 1.96%. So looks like it's a play of numbers here because 33.77, 35.55, 1.96, 1 1.69. It's pretty cool to see that. Uh, but yeah, that's that's actually pretty lame now that I think about it. But yeah, still sounded pretty cool to me anyway. Uh, but global markets, uh, European markets look quite positive. Asian markets do not look quite positive. Asian markets are flat to negative. Not really a good sign, but then, you know, can't help it. I'm trying to skim through some news items to see if there are any very relevant news pieces. You can see SBI cuts FD interest rates by 40 bips. Uh, center likely to extend lockdown till June 15th and uh, I can't quite find any other news pieces here so I think that is it and yeah all right so let's move to the indices now all right I'm looking at nifty's intraday chart here and like uh, day before yesterday's episode or the, the episode after that the episode before that I'm going to try to incorporate my trades and the indices together because my trade was in Nifty today, like main trades were in Nifty today and I feel that I could just incorporate it better that way and it will help you understand how one would have traded today, you know, with respect to the indices. So starting off, I'll just give you an overview of how the indices are placed. Nifty is at 9314.95 up to 85 points as I said or 3.17%. Bank Nifty is at 18,710 up to 1,270 points. I think seven some percent. So that's also a very strong move on Bank Nifty's part. I did not trade Bank Nifty, so I won't be able to, uh, you know, help you with that. But I can surely walk you through my trades for Nifty and walk you through how the day progressed, how I read the day. So it started off with a gap up, filled in that gap real quick. Now, when it was filling in that gap, I was looking at a put, Nifty put. Uh, unfortunately, I just did not have, you know, that speed that is required for these very fast movements. Otherwise, I would have been able to get uh, anywhere between 10 to 30 points, depending on how, uh, you know, how optimistic or pessimistic you want to be. So that would have been the very first trade for the day, but that would have been a quick scalp. Reason being because Nifty had a very, very strong support right at that 9K level. Yesterday's CIP combined with the psychological level combined with another psychological level just under uh, 9,000. I would have definitely not held on the put for long. Uh, but so, you know, based on that, I had gone long a call right before, you know, because the put did not really work out for me because I was not fast enough. I went longer call because it was showing signs of support. I thought that, hey, you know, maybe not going longer put was a good sign. Uh, but turns out, you know, initially for the 5-10 minutes that followed, it was not a good idea because the price did go down. But then I held on to it purely because it was at support. So once it took support, it never really looked back. <laughs> and uh, from there, from 9,000 levels, it, it just shot up relentlessly and it, it just kept on going honestly and from there i was able to hold on to uh, my calls I, I i was long two calls at this point by the way one of the calls i took at uh, you know when when nifty was turning up initially but then it went down so when it went down because it was at such a strong support i took another call 
this that was not the same call i did not add to the call i had to take a farer uh, call i think the first one was a 9101 now uh, the first one was a 9001 the second one was a 9101 because i just could not afford the 9100 and the 9001 so i had to go for you know the next strike uh, but all is well you know i held on to those calls uh, right until i think 9180 or so so good 180 points away i think and i can't quite remember if that is the case you know one call i had exited very early uh very early you know relatively speaking i i did wait for a bit but then i had exited it slightly late uh slightly earlier the other call i held on to it to see where nifty is going it it appeared to be quite negative i think that must have been around uh where is it that must have been around uh possibly 11:30 or so either 11:30 or 1:30 i mean i can look at the trade book and i can just give you the answer but it, i'm just going to tell you how the thing moved and specifics don't really matter here because i remember the end outcome and i remember my rationale of the trade so specificity specificities might differ but anyway uh, so when nifty started to slow down i was like all right you know time to book profits time to enjoy those amazing profits sweet sweet profits very nice and uh, i exited one call at a very nice profit i think it had almost doubled at that point uh just i think 10 rupees under doubled so that that was that was completely unexpected because i was not expecting that much of a move but i gladly took it so that is the first uh, exit for the day the second exit for the day the second call i exited when nifty was not really uh, planning on going ahead nifty started falling a bit it started retracing a bit i did not want to give up any of my profits i'm very greedy with profits these days so i did not want to give uh, them up any you know not even one single rupee exaggerating i gave up like almost 5 10 rupees because that that kind of leeway is required but then i did not want to risk any more so i exited it i had kept a trailing stop loss i stuck to it after that the price did go up it did go up by quite a lot but then that's fine you know i i i made a very decent profit in fact the profit that i made today has almost uh, helped me recover yesterday's loss uh, losses completely so that's a good thing I, i am taking it in the most positive way possible because it is an extremely positive thing now if you want to if you want to look at the other side of it you can always look at it this way had i held on to those calls till expiry had i held on to my 1550 call of hdfc till expiry till expiry meaning till eod i would have made at least three times more maybe more three to four times more than what i did so you know if i made x right now if i made x today i would have made 4x or so had i held on to those positions till eod but then hindsight as i always says 2020 i'm extremely satisfied and happy with these gains and i feel that yesterday i did really go back to the drawing board my father and i just sat down analyzed everything entirely analyzed our trades where we think uh, you know i was going wrong and such and from there we sort of started to you know reverse engineer a good way to uh, make money intraday and swing and based on that i feel it sort of helped me at least with that conviction to hold on to those calls for a bit longer because if you see uh 
I'll help you with the price levels as well here. 9100 is when Nifty really faced the first resistance. And this is when I I you know I I looked at my dad and I was like, "Hey, should I exit because I really don't want to lose my gains." And he said that it's your call. I'm not going to tell you anything. Uh but just look just take a take a decision carefully. And I was like, "Hmm, yes, now I, I was I was in two minds I'll be very honest with you because I, I after yesterday's performance I really did not want to lose anymore but then something inside me was like hey just just make sure that you remember what you analyzed yesterday and remember that there are days when Wednesdays where the real big move happens and just based on that I held on to it and that paid off so that conviction paid off speaking of the Wednesday thing that I spoke about uh typically what happens is that a lot of times wednesdays where the real big move happens and then the next thursday so the th- expiry thursday is when the market is range bound i'm not saying that that will happen tomorrow it might just you know go even further up or it might just crash completely i'm not i'm not implying anything here i'm just saying that even on uh, even on the april expiry april 30th what happened is that the market opened with a massive gap up and then it just remained in that range so tomorrow's trading make sure that you're extremely careful i'm not saying that you know it it will not give you a good move i'm not saying that it will give you an exceptional move i'm just saying that whichever side you're on just make sure that you keep in mind that it's an expiry keep in mind that it's it's probably going to be extremely wild and do not be you know surprised if you don't get a move right off the bat because i'm i'm not expecting you know a very simple day to trade tomorrow either way so yeah that is my view on nifty's intraday chart and just an absolute long rant on my uh, trades and such uh, but yeah so moving on to nifty's uh, daily chart we can see very clearly that it's taken 50 ma support which is one of the reasons another reason why i was, I was so confident in where nifty is at and right now it's slowed down right around that 9390 resistance so even if we do see a gap up assuming that it is you know well within 9390 it, it has a very good chance of turning down because 9390 is an extremely important resistance here if that is breached then you know it's it's very likely that we see 9500 plus levels also so uh, nifty right now it's a bit difficult to say exactly which level we should see because anything can happen if tomorrow is going to be a range bound day you never know it might just be range bound within 9390 and uh, something like 9200 so a 190 point range is also likely or it may just break out even further so uh, it's a, it's you know it's it's a bit hard to tell you uh, exactly what levels you should be looking out for i personally have mapped out levels from 9390298940 yesterday so i'll change them today and i'll widen them i'll keep around 500 point here and there uh difference between the levels so from around 9800 to around 8, 8800 will be my <coughs> bracket my range for the day so you know even if it does make a 500 point move i'm there i know the levels and i recommend you to do the same bank nifty on the daily chart i'll just i'll look at it but i really can't comment on it because i i, I haven't traded bank nifty since so long uh but looks like it has taken support at that 17200 level that we were speaking about because yesterday is when it had touched uh, day before yesterday is when it had touched that level yesterday it was mildly positive but then today it really did break out and now it's above its 13 moving average so 
Nifty, Bank Nifty, both of them looks like they have, uh, you know, broken the shorter term trend. And I'll try to see if a quick little trend line helps with uh, Nifty. Yes, it does. It surprisingly does. So if you connect 18th uh, May's low, you'll just see that it pretty much connects. So it's a pretty cool thing to see happening here. I was not expecting it personally, but it's pretty cool to see it happening. Anyway, enough rambling. Let's move to the lesson. All right, so I'm recording this little uh, segment. After everything's been done, I, I literally had the idea of it while I was typing the episode description and show notes. Uh, I completely forgot to mention that I think that today's you know extremely positive move was uh, partially due to short uh, short covering, partially due to sentiment, partially due to uh, you know just people jumping on the bandwagon. And I'm assuming also partially because yesterday was an extremely intense buying session for the FIs and the DIs. And uh, I, the reason why I just thought of it because uh, is because I remembered that in the FIDI, like literally in the notes segment, not in the FIDI segment, in the notes segment, I said that I'll try to um, just highlight a few reasons why I feel that this might have happened. And I completely forgot that. So I just thought that I'd, I'd let you guys know that I think that a huge chunk of it would have been short squaring as well because if you look at some common uh if you look at some common stop loss points or if you look at some common order points such as resistances or just above resistances or psycho resistances and supports you'll see some fair bit of consolidation happening for example at 9100 i'm assuming a lot of people will have their you know first stop losses so uh, they'll see that okay, you know my short position has failed. It's going up, so let me uh, let me cover. And as a result, you might see the index just consolidating there for a bit. The next level is of course 9181. So for positional shorts, they might have their stop losses set at 9181. After all, it is an important level. Uh, in fact, on uh, for someone who would have initiated their shorts on 14th May or 15th May they might just have similar stop losses. So, uh, you know, the candle right around 9181 was a spinning top because we could see a very narrow range there, possibly orders being filled at that level. And in general, you could see the number of buyers just going up like crazy at lower levels. On, on Nifty Future, I was looking at the market depth, you know, very, uh, very carefully uh, at 9K levels and up. And you could see the amount of, buyers that were coming in possibly to square off positions possibly to go you know enter into new longs possibly double square offs just to see uh, you know how the market is progressing and that is what i observed so i'm assuming that a lot of this movement was also because of short covering and orders being placed and you know once that sort of massive move happens you've got all the shorts panicking and then they're like okay let me exit at market which further drives the prices up so I just thought I'd include this little snippet here, uh, even though I forgot to do it while I was actually recording the episode. Anyway, I hope you fi find this uh, the rest of this episode helpful as well. So yeah, let's continue, I guess. All right, so my trading lessons for today. A very simple lesson today, it's just patience because patience and conviction together are the two most powerful tools that you can have. But that's been said so many times that I don't want to talk about that this time. I want to talk about 
you know my logic yesterday what what i analyzed and all of the things that i tried to do when i was back to the drawing board and i still am i'm not you know completely out of the drawing board i'm not yet 100% there with the winning strategy in my opinion i'm sure it'll still take some time but i felt that you know it's it's good if i can just walk you through the process so yesterday uh i i looked at you know, i explored several different things from hedged positions to all sorts of credit debit spreads and straddles and strangles and you name it i was looking at it i back tested them i tried to you know check on option calculators and margin calculators to see exactly what kind of strategies that i can you know explore if not intraday so in terms of purely intraday things though, i was just exploring the risk to reward ratio and the benefits versus disadvantages of going with hedged positions and going with short option trades or going with uh, you know just a fancy approach in general versus going naked options just scalping my way through as i've done in the past and i i came to the conclusion at least for now again this is not a concrete conclusion this is just what i think is the case right now is that i think naked options right now are really you know the the trades that are suiting my profile because i don't have the ca- kind of capital that's required to just short like 50 lots of bank nifty future and 50 not not future but 50 lots of bank nifty calls or puts and what not i just do not have that capital and when you are you know cash strapped you really can't just play with whatever is the best you have to you know do some sort of a jogard and then you need to make the best of what you have as uh, i think one of the previous episodes title was uh you need to play the cards you're dealt so i tried to adopt that approach and i just tried to map out all these different levels and i tried to back you know back test all of the various indications not indicators i'm talking about indications which includes everything from candlestick patterns to your regular indicators to oscillators to retracements everything you can imagine uh well not everything you can imagine but pretty much a huge chunk of what you can imagine i was trying to go through so that i can at least have some have a very good idea of the price levels i can have a good idea of what kind of indications are working and so on it took a bit of time but it it you know in the grand scheme of things it really didn't take a lot of time so there's still a long way to go for that but then yesterday's back to the drawing uh, board session took a bit of time uh, but i think that overall it helped me gain that clarity which was required it helped me gain that additional conviction that's required and of course that conviction does increase and decrease with time there will be times when i will be extremely you know unconfident uh, in my trading setup and that's natural there will be times when i'll be overconfident in my trading setup and there will be times like today where i was extremely confident so uh, and not in a bad way so that's all a part of the game i just want to let you guys know all of those things as well because i feel that all of these things are essential to anyone's journey and these these episodes are are you know equal parts trading information equal parts just market information and just what happened in general plus it's my log because this is this is literally what i keep this is i i don't really have a trading journal of sorts i don't write down every trade that i take i just narrate it here and i share it with the world 
so uh yeah i just thought that this was an extremely important part and i just did not want to be that uh guy who just does not share all the material information and just shares whatever generic shit he gets so i wanted to share everything and that's that's why i thought i'd walk you through my process till till date as well about what i did yesterday so yeah i hope uh, i hope that you found that mini rant helpful and i hope that you got something out of this episode and i hope you have a very positive monthly expiry tomorrow with that that's it for this one happy trading if you've got any suggestions questions and anything else if you just want to say hi at markets with kr on twitter at indian markets with kr on instagram you know where to message me see you in the next one Thank you.